The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y. And mention I sent you. So the last time we talked was right after the Florida game where they won seven to six in overtime. That was the Latang return game where he had four points and stuff like that. And then <coughs> the next game was um, Thursday at, against Washington. But first we have breaking news. Uh, the Islanders in Vancouver made a trade. The Islanders got Bo Horvat and they gave up Bovillier and a first round pick. And uh, what else did they give up? I was just on it. Sorry, I just had a coughing spree. Okay, so it's it's uh, Bo Horvat to the Islanders, and uh, Vancouver gets Anthony Bavillier. And the first round uh, pick. From- oh, to oh, oh, Atu? Raddy? Okay, I've, I've, I don't know who that is. And a first round pick. Um, it's, it's a conditional first round pick, whatever that means. So, okay, so they made a big move. Um, this is a... This 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 bothers me as a Penguins fan because now it's early. I know it's early. I know the the trade deadline is March third. We have over a month, but still, God, we need to do something. My goodness. I mean, Ruedel and Russ could go. I wouldn't have any problems with that. I know, I know people are going to be like, why Rust? He performs once in a while. He's just, it's just gotten stale for us. And when I go through everything and I look at players' value and what we can get for them and so on and so forth. And I think Ruedel's just, I mean, he's AHL caliber at best. Um, and Rust, we could get some money for. He's just kind of fallen into. I don't know. I just I don't I don't like him on our team anymore. Um, I don't know whether the, the the problem is half the team has no trade clauses. I don't know whether uh, Rust has a no. I don't trade know anything clause. about contracts or any of that stuff. That's the problem, though. Is there um, a way to bring that up? I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. Obviously Crosby does, uh, Malkin does. Um, there are what are called, it looks like there are no movement clauses and then there are like modified, no trade clauses where I think a player says I won't go to these certain teams. Yeah. I'm on a team. Okay. So here's, here's who has a, either a no movement clause or a limited no moving clause. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting me all excited. I get to make notes. Okay. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. (laughs) No movement clause? Okay. No movement clause. Okay. Um, Crosby, Malkin, um, Gensel has a modified no trade clause, whatever that means. Zucker. Is modified? 
Yeah, Zucker is modified. Rust has a full no trade clause. They can't trade what him. The what? I know. Why him? Are you kidding me? We're stuck with him? We're stuck with him. Oh, we're never going to win the cup. I'm done. Podcast over. Um, here, who? Here's who what else? A um, exactly. Here's who else? Raquel has a modified no trade clause, and guess who else doesn't? Jeff Carter has a full no trade clause. We can't even get rid of Jeff Carter. On oh oh, it gets better. It gets better. Um. On the defense, obviously Latang has a no trade clause. Um, Petrie has a no trade clause, and Brian Dumoulin has a modified no trade clause. We can't even get rid of Brian Dumoulin. Dumoulin's not our worst player. I'm so I'm so sick and tired of people here. I'm done. I don't even want to hear about how bad Brian Dumoulin is. He's not bad. He's not even he's not even close to our worst player. Um, again, Joe with the Twitter. <laughs> I'm I didn't say. I, I didn't say anything. I, I'm just saying that is the situation. <laughs> if you uh, wanted to trade him, you couldn't. Um, no, there's got to be a way around that. Like these guys aren't gods. Um, I would imagine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would. I would imagine. Um, you know, if you gave them like, um, like a like a Horton Tim Horton's gift card or something like that. Maybe they would, they would uh, waive that no trade clause or something. Oh, like that. This I don't is, know. Like this team just became, went from frustrating to impossible. Well, there's, that's, that's the thing. So, uh, um, I, I want to get your thoughts on how, uh, the, the Vancouver coach got handled. Basically Jim Rutherford is the, is the uh, GM of, uh, Vancouver now. And, he basically Rutherford does not mince words. He basically says whatever's on his mind. He does not. He he he's probably probably be the worst poker player ever. And he basically said, "I'm tired of Boudreaux, and I'm going to fire him." He didn't say that exactly, but he basically hinted that that like that he was going to get rid of uh, Boudreaux. Um, okay, wait. Who said that, Rutherford? Rutherford said this. This is this is a few weeks ago. So basically, yeah. Boudreaux's job was like like it was inevitable that he was going to be fired. Yet he was still coaching the team. So it was a really crappy situation for him, knowing that you're going to lose your job and you're still going to get it out there. The, the fans were behind him. The players were upset, and then eventually he did get uh, fired. People are very angry with Rutherford with how he handled that. Um, I think something went to Rutherford's head. He's not the same person he used to be when he was with us in Pittsburgh. I think that maybe um, ego has become a little bit of a problem here. And I think that's a big problem that we see in the NHL. Like, for example, we see a lot of uh, recycled coaches and GMs in that. And I, I'm not going to get into that today. Your question was about how um, Rutherford handled, well, they in, in Vancouver handled uh, Boudreaux. Um, it was heartbreaking to me. And I, could care less about the Vancouver Canucks um but as a coach and you know a person that's wanted to work in the NHL since I was 11 it's like what 30 years like you know I've invested my whole life into this so I do pay attention to coaches and what's going on in the NHL in that regard and like to see him almost fall apart like a grown man fall apart fall to tears broke me it broke me 
it literally broke me and I sat there and I, I was just like shook I'm like I can't like how could you do this to someone and the irony about all this is it's during like mental health matters month or whatever nothing matters nobody cares like I'm over it anyways this is just my opinion based on experience I should say but like this man that was falling apart there's a way to handle things better if you want to get a coach out you find one you don't weed him out and make comments and make it like awkward for him but at the end of the day too you know your coach isn't on the ice a lot of your you got to look at both the players and the coach like it's complicated you know so did they handle it well no would I want to see Rutherford back in Pittsburgh after this no honestly I lost a lot of respect for Rutherford and because of what he's been doing in Vancouver or even before that just in general, like he was pretty good for us when he was here, but I just find like he's changed. He's not the same, you know, he's not the same. He's not the same person. He's not. It's gone to his head. Something's gone uh, to his head. I'm isn't looking he, like, at how 70? old he is. I was going to say, how old is he? Um, 70? He's, he's in his, he's 73. Yeah. Um, I, I think at some point I, it happens to almost every GM that at some point you, you quote unquote, lose your fastball. You lose your, uh, you, you just don't become good at the job anymore. And I think that's what happened with him. Um, the circumstances of him leaving this, the penguins, like what a month into the season or something like that. A, a couple of years ago was just really, really, uh, curious why you know how how that would happen so that's that's, that's a mystery it was what happened um I, I i think he could have handled it better but at the same time you know they're all professionals and coaches last like two or three years that's the average amount of time that a coach lasts in the nhl so it's like you're upset you got fired like what every coach gets fired wrong except wrong. for our coach wrong joe that's for, that's so not really yikes okay so that's not a really good way of looking at it like for example like with Sullivan we've had him for 1400 years now and he's done nothing for us since the beginning of time I'm totally totally biased in this and I'm probably the worst person to talk about this but co you have your coaches as long as they're doing well right um and that doesn't work for us for some reason because the water in Pittsburgh is I don't know um but You'd still a professional courtesy how you treat your staff, even when exiting, um, you know, a, a company or, 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 or um, whatever it's called, <laughs> a franchise, you know, a sports team, um, everything. You have professional courtesies because you never know. These two could be end up working again together. You never know. Right. You know. It's yeah. stranger things have happened. So I think it's really important. You do say don't burn bridges ever in your career unless you don't want to be able to cross that bridge again um which i firmly believe in but i think you know hockey's been has been shown as like you know a family team dynamic like it's very team family oriented but this was just like throw them out to the wood like dogs to the to the again with words i'm so sorry throw them to the wolves yes you know it just wasn't feel it put a bad taste in all fans, not just Vancouver fans, 
all fans. And it was actually nice to see all fans rally around and see, you know, his last game, Bruce, there it is, and this, that, and the other. And then just to go on that, talk it coming in, Rick, talk it coming in. He doesn't have the best record as a coach. And like he had to, he went through, he was going through some crap um, all over the internet. And I don't know what it was to, what it was about, but he ended up having to delete his Twitter. Um, and I don't know if that was personal reasons or if it was because of like flea back or whatever was. Oh, he was getting a lot of hate. Oh, for, so much. And I was so, I was in contact with him. He was going to actually, I was going to interview him for a book I was doing. He followed me on Twitter and I didn't get to catch him before he deleted his. So hopefully I can reconnect with him somehow. I'm pretty sure we will, but it was pretty upsetting because it's like, I'm reading all this stuff and people like are ripping on him. Like, Leave the man alone. Give him a chance. He's new in his career. The what, guy what? is, yeah, the, the guy is, a, he's just a guy that got hired for a job. He had nothing to do with this whole, you know, hate on Rutherford, hate on, you know, hate, you know, he's, he's the one that deserves a crap, but, you know, talk is just doing a job. Yeah, that's why I don't like job, Twitter it's, it's, or social media anymore. It's just, it's, it's just so much hate. People don't even necessarily deserve it. And it's just like, they, they get shrouded to a corner and it's like, you know what? It's gross. Really, it's gross. But I do like to see, you know, the passion and the humanity that Bruce had. Bruce was a human, right? First and foremost. And he loved the game of hockey. And you saw that. Yeah, you get fired. You do. Um, But there's a way to handle it so that you can go out with your head up rather than in tears. That's just me. And I mean, like, I'm a woman. I can only imagine... Uh, me in this industry like I've been in this industry I've, I've I've never cried in front I have have cried behind the scenes oh boy have I cried um but you know I've been to the point where I've like been shocked at how I've been handled you know it's it's not just professional it's actually everywhere people and egos in this industry are pretty crazy yeah yeah no you're right you're right there there, there should be some kind of professionalism for that, so um, the as it stands right now, the Islanders are two points behind the Penguins. Uh, I do that. At this point, I don't even who. I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm so. I yeah, it's so pretty tight there, right? Eh? It is. It is. They're they're one point behind the uh, Capitals for that second spot. Uh, the Panthers are right there too. Buffalo, Sabres Tyler. are right there. Oh my goodness. Like even Philly, if they continue to play well, they're not that far out. Philly's only, Philly's only seven, six points out of a spot. That's, that's nothing. That's, that's three wins. Yeah. That's and nothing. Detroit um, even 51. Like, wow. Wow. <laughs> Should we get into each game? <laughs> Yes, let's get into the game. <laughs> so uh, Thursday they played in Washington. Um, it was a loss three to two um, in overtime and a shutout, a, sh- a shootout. But um, they played a lot better defensively uh, than the Florida game. Um, but I mean, and, and this is just, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because it's Washington. They always play Washington well. You know, and um, they the one goal, the the first goal was scored by Ovechkin on the dot with a shot. 
Um, he scored this, that same kind of goal probably 700 times out of his 800 some goals. It's probably the same thing. It's so um, predictable. So predictable. You know it's happening. He literally just stood there. He literally just stood there and waited for the shot. And Paling, for some reason, decided to leave him alone and go to the front of the net and leave the literal greatest goal scorer of all time right there alone. Yeah, too. And he wasn't really watching Ovi with the puck much. He was more focused, I remember, because he was facing the other side of the net and rather than facing Ovi. And I know, you know what? Know your players. Know your opponents. Know how, Know what they do. Know their habits. Know their downfalls. Know their weaknesses. Know their weaknesses. That's how you beat people um, or beat teams. Sorry, that sounded really horrible. Um, but it's so important. Like, every player's job is to know your opponent. It's like when you go into a fight, a boxing fight, you are going to know your opponent's weaknesses, strengths, right down to the, you know, their every, 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 every punch they throw, what, how, where it's coming from and how, you know what I mean? You know, your opponent hockey is no different. You got to know your opponents. And uh, that was bad. That was really, really bad on paling there. I have to say, I was just like, what do you, what do you like? Even, Ovechkin's little son even knows how to play Ovechkin better than Paling did. I've seen videos. It's the same thing. It's the oh, same. Man. It's the same thing every time. They shouldn't have one person on on Ovi. They should have two people like glued to Ovi. I don't care if that puts the rest of the team at a, at a disadvantage, shorthanded. I don't care. Let let the other team beat you. You, I mean, Ovechkin yeah, well, is, shutting down Ovechkin is is literally like that's probably going to be your best objective, like shutting down your your the offensive strengths on the other team. But you know, priorities. Yeah, um, Dean Heinen, I believe, had a goal. I just um, want to mention too that uh, we were we were shut down to seven shots in that first period. Um, uh, Washington outshot us twenty-two to seven. Okay, that yes, that first period, they the Penguins looked horrible. Yeah, they, they were, were slow. Beat. There was yeah. no heart. It wasn't the same team as Tuesday with when Latang came back. That was Latang's second game, right? Yeah. yeah. There was no. Uh, it was just like I thought we'd have that Latang high for a few games. Remember we talked about it. Mm-hmm. But where to go? But yes, back to it lasted one game. My favorite player. I did. Yeah, your boy. Your boy scored. Your boy scored and he got a whopping eight minutes, 43 seconds of ice time. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, yeah. Um, and then it gets to overtime, which we know in this case is a... Uh, is almost a guaranteed loss, but they did not lose into three on three. They lost in the shootout and really. Yeah. We suck in a shootout. We suck in a shootout. Um, I, I remember tweeting sometime that uh, the sh- shootout is the NHL's way of, of, of forcing a player into submission. Cause it really showcases how weak their confidence skills are, how they have absolutely no showcase skills. It's embarrassing. Like they just are too afraid to fully give it. Not all the players. <laughs> it's usually the superstars that are the worst at shootouts. But I wanted to go back a little bit in this game. And I remember when Bluger got uh, charged, or 
penalized with a face-off violation. I fell out of my chair because uh, Carter was brought in and he won that face-off. And I will still scream this till I'm blue in the face. I don't understand why Carter is not on the center. I don't understand. Um, I know he's not your best player, but I don't even know why he's on the third line anymore. He should be demoted to the fourth line. But I don't know. One thing that bothered me about this game, and I know I'm, I'm going to get some heat for this. I saw uh, Mr. Crosby hanging around the, the net a little bit too much. Right on the net. Like he was cherry picking something fierce. He was there. He's not... I've noticed him do this in the past, but not as much in this game. And honestly, it was pissing me off, Joe. I'm just like, get away from there. Get away from there. What are you doing? Do the work. My notes are here. Do the work. Don't be a cherry picker. Like, I understand. Wait, he was, you put yourself he was hanging. There. He was hanging near the net. Yeah. On the other side. I don't know. The left side. So it would have been his, his way of shooting. So he's just standing there waiting for. Waiting for the, the puck to come. Yeah. That's something I've never really noticed of him. I've seen him do all players kind of do it, but he was hanging there long. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? I know he wants to win. He wants to get the, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think it's cheap. It reminds me of another player that plays for the other team. Um, that was, you know, a pretty big cherry picker, big goal scorer himself. Number eight. Anyways. Yeah. I didn't like seeing that. I'm not seeing the same Sidney Crosby that I've seen. <laughs> over the years, this year, especially. I Granted, he's getting some points, and he does have some good moments, but it's just like I'm seeing a shell of the player I once seen. Wow. Um, do you think it's an age thing, or do you think it's a... Mental. Uh, yeah. yeah. It could um, be spiritual. I don't know, but it's mental. It's frustrating, though, because, you know, he's the reason I'm here, so... Uh, yeah, but you know what? that's it what about um how are uh missed shots and turnovers low, actually we only had 13 errors in this game five turnovers and eight eight missed shots and um excuse me um our biggest our biggest well help me here why am I struggling with words so much lately <laughs> what are you trying to say our biggest offenders were uh -huh. Petrie Dumoulin and Raquel with two errors. And then we had a hand, uh, Heinen, Russ, O'Connor, Ruido, Pedersen, Latang, and Carter all had one. Um, but Dumoulin, Dumoulin had a point. O'Connor had a point. It doesn't matter. These guys had points, but no errors, which makes me happy. It was Gino for once. He had no points, though. Sydney had no errors. Um, and he had a point. Jake had no errors. Zucker, Zucker had no errors. Um, so only two players in the top line had errors, which usually it's all of them, which I like seeing that, the two top lines. Um, and Paling, no, 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 sorry. Paling had no errors, though I, I still, his judgment call on Ovi's goal, I, that's an error to me. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but my... I have some notes. I said, we've got no heart. There's no rhythm. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. No connection or flow. Um, I talked about Sydney being a cherry picker. I'm going to get so much heat for that. Um, Casey was sensational. He was good. He faced 45 shots in that game. Um, and he, what, let in 
two? Two goals, yeah. Two goals out of 45. That's pretty phenomenal considering the state of our defense. And I know we didn't have too many turnovers in that game, but um, I was impressed. I was really impressed with Casey in that game. Um, and I, Paley needs to know his opponents better. It, like That was really bad. And I, I, our face-offs are still a really big issue. I don't like the deep pairings. I don't like the lineup. And we suck in overtime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the, um, one of the shootout goals for um, Washington was by Kuznetsov and he practically stood still. Um, I don't think that should be allowed. I think you should be allowed to move at some point. I think it's impossible to, to stop a goal when like the, the, the goalie just stand, the, the, the shooter just stands there and decides when, when he's going to shoot. I I don't know that bothered me, but I don't remember. Yeah, and but I thought it was Sorry. interesting that they stopped um, Oshi, um, who is Mister Shootouts. I'm so sorry, to... I'm a mess tonight. Good. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I had a hard time. <laughs> I'm so Bless sorry. To you, you I know are I'm falling apart, Joe. You are allergic to turnovers. That's what. It's, that's I'm what it is. I'm allergic to errors. It's, yes. I'm allergic to errors, and it's funny actually. I noticed in Sydney's post game after the Sharks game, all he did was talk about mistakes. He calls them mistakes. I call them what they are: errors. Because <laughs> a mistake isn't a mistake. Once you do it twice, it's a choice. Um. So let's talk about the Sharks game. They lost six to four Saturday night against the Sharks. We went with the same lineup. Exact same line. with the, yeah, roll with the same lineup. Um, the sharks are in second to last, in uh, like fourth Pacific. last overall, and they Four. this would have been their fifteenth win out of fifty-one games played, beating us. Correct. Right. Um, um, I should make it clear: I was unable to watch the game. Um, not, but not by choice, just by inability. Um. I don't know if our listeners know that I was a pretty diehard Sharks fan. And after that cup run, the Pens beat them. And the, I just have not been able to watch it. I feel quite ashamed of myself. So I did listen on the Pens app. And I got about 20, uh, 20 minutes in, one period in. Then I couldn't bring myself. It was just it was pretty torture. Not that the Pens were losing. I kind of enjoyed that a little bit. I mean, I'm a big fan of karma. What can I say? But um, I did follow along on the app, and I kept like I kept notes and whatnot. So I just uh, starting off because we were playing one of the worst teams in the league. Sullivan's like, "Hey, let's keep the same lineup." You know, uh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a goal. The first goal was scored uh, by the Sharks. 20. Yeah, minute twenty-five. Um, <laughs> Uh, this was at, at at first you would say this was a horrible game by the Smith, but really, this was a complete. This is a whole dumpster fire of a team performance. Yes, it was. It was like it was a total team effort. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like so, so on that first goal, Petrie and Pedersen go behind the net, and. 
that's really good when you have both defensemen behind the net. Behind the net? Yeah. Um, then Malkin was supposed to cover someone and just decided not to play defense not, or not to do anything, really. Um, Gino does that. I'm telling you, I watch him all the time. He'll be like, oh, okay, Gino's about to do something. And then he's like, it's like he sees a butterfly and he goes off in a different direction. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah. That's what you get with him. You get, you get, you know, spectacular goals and you get <laughs> defensive, defensive lapses. Let's, let's call it that. Yeah, uh, this is yet another goal that is scored either at the beginning or an end of a period. They're really good at giving up goals at beginnings and ends of periods. I know seven seconds left in the third in the first period. Uh-huh, Carlson scored. Uh-huh. I was scored. like, come so, on. But yeah, this um, first period was a really indication of, of how this whole game was going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Sharks were dominating. Sharks. Sharks were dominating. Um, Malkin and Crosby scored on the power play. Power play. Yeah. Um, and okay. Cool. Um, and then yeah, Carlson scores. With at nineteen fifty three of yeah, the period, that was actually one of the best periods I'd seen from Sidney Crosby. Even though I haven't been really watching, but I've been paying attention and listening. One of the best periods I'd heard from him in weeks. I wonder what his motivation was. Hmm. Hmm. Um. This was the, the basically the 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 second goal by the Sharks was. Um, Eric Carlson coming in, and he basically he basically pinched because it was the end of the period, and nobody touched him. Uh, this was another. This is basically being blamed on Paling, yet again, not being aware to say, "Hey, there's <laughs> there's the there's that team's best player. Maybe somebody should cover him." Yeah, Paling's not good at reading his his opponents. I did make note of this. He needs to understand his, who he's playing better. Not just you're not just showing up to play a hockey game. Your job is you're paid a lot of money to know who you're playing. Yeah, yeah. Be smart. So the Gino turnover led to our uh, Sharks' third goal in the game. <laughs> I had to I had to segue into that. Uh, that's exactly what happened. He turned over. Not only that, he turned over the puck actually twice in that, in that, in that sequence. Yeah. Uh, no, that yeah. was the third period. He did um, two this was this was the goal where the uh, the Sharks uh, player basically cut through. I think it was Petrie and and Petter and and uh, and Raquel. And he cut through them like he was like, like they were standing still. And so what, frustrating. What, what are we doing? I, what are we doing? Um, so frustrating. It is. It was extremely frustrating. Paling sh- uh, scores shorthanded. Okay, cool. So now it's three to three. And but at seventeen oh seven of the second period, uh, the, like, <laughs> the, uh, the sharks score again to make it four to three. Okay. I just. I'm just here to listen to you. <laughs> with a big smile on my face. Um, this is just really confusing for me. <laughs> Malkin scores in the third period at 10:06 to make it four to four. So two goals for Malkin. <laughs> cool. Um, and then on the go-ahead goal by Logan Couture at 15:35. Um, 
for some reason, I mean, it, it, it looked like there was goaltender interference. And for some reason, the, the Penguins did not challenge it. So, hey, who, who cares? It's only the game deciding goal. You know, why Why should we? Why yeah, should we usually Sullivan's it? pretty sharp on those calls. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it looked like interference. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what, what. What they were thinking there. And then there was an empty net goal. Um, they. Let's go back a little bit. On January tenth, they played Vancouver, who is having a bad year, and they barely won. Um, on January sixteenth. They played Anaheim. These are these are both at home. Anaheim is in last oh, yeah. in Pacific and one of the worst in in the entire. We barely league. beat them. Barely beat them. Barely beat them in overtime. Um, on and then the next game they play Ottawa <laughs> and lose in overtime. Overtime. Um, they New Jersey. January twenty second. Well, they're a good team, but another overtime. Yeah, they're a good team. Um. This time they were not as lucky. When things like that happen, you know, when you when you barely beat a bad team, it seemed like their attitude was, "Oh well, so yeah, we played lousy, but we won." And that's and they were they're all excited that they won. I know. I'm like, what are you celebrating? Exactly. So now they lost to a really bad team, and they were sad, and they were. They were upset and they were starting to realize that they are too a very bad team. That they don't have to be a very bad team. It's just the way the bench is being run. And I mean, I'm really upset over the, all these no trade and conditional contracts. Like this is, we're screwed. I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. We had 25 errors in that game, 25 against the San Jose Sharks. And I don't like talking about it, but the sharks have always had a, always be in my heart. I'm so sorry. Uh, so here's who could be traded. Here's who does not have a no trade clause. Can I just go over the, the errors first? I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Okay. So mm-hmm. we had 11 turnovers and 14 missed shots. Works out to 25 errors. Um, we had our our biggest error people. I know how to speak. I swear. Were uh, Latang and Gino with three errors each. Um, Gino had three points, so he cancels each other out. Um, Latang had three errors, zero points, so he was a, a big addition to that game. Um, and then we had a bunch of two: Bluger, uh, Rust, Pedersen, Sydney, McGinn, Petrie, all two errors. Mind you, a few of them had a couple. Well, Sydney had a, two points, and Petrie had one point. Petrie doesn't count. Yeah, he does. Anyways, I'm, I'm just going to say Dumoulin and, and Heinen had zero errors because I'm sticking on that bandwagon. I'm starting my own wagon. And um, the one thing I wanted to talk about, um, too, it quickly is – um, in those two games, we had a total of 16 turnovers. One was low and 22 missed shots. Um, and the reason I, I focus so hard on errors is because errors can be fixed. 
These are small things that we can tighten up our game that will actually help improve our performance and thus our overall standing in the league. We'll start winning more. Um, the players are starting to talk about mistakes. Um, it's out there. So it needs to be done. It absolutely needs to be done. So in 49 games played, we have 585 missed shots. That's nuts. Imagine cleaning that up a little bit, how many more are going in. And then we have 459 uh, turnovers. Now that doesn't include some of the players that only play one game here or there. I didn't count theirs in the grand scheme of things. But these errors are what the problem is. And Gino, again, three turnovers in two games. And um, one turnover directly led to a goal. All three in one game. That was all in the, against the Sharks. So um, Russ, Bluger, Latang, two turnovers, one per game, basically. And it's like, you know, this is, these are like veteran players that have won and are paid very well and that are making the most mistakes. I, I'm offended. As a fan, I'm offended. I, I'm not impressed. And now I hear about these no trade contracts and 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 what and and like and how is Sullivan even still there running these same lineups? Like what the heck's going on? Like look at this. It's it's not even funny if you look at this. Like some of these players shouldn't even be playing together. Like I know people are saying, oh, Raquel needs to go back up to the first line. You don't touch that second line. That second line is dynamic. It has that whole HBK flow that can keep building if they keep going. Um, the three other three lines need to be dismantled, and I, I'm I, I'm done. But hold the play. I'm frustrated, Joe. Why did you talk about no trade? Why can't Russ be traded? <laughs> because he's smart. He has a he has a he has smart. a good agent. What does he, he not a... want to win the Stanley Cup? Does he not want to play for a team? That's not smart. No. Oh, let's just let's limit myself to a team that can't grow because everyone's got no move contracts and we all suck. Sounds like it's, that sounds smart to me. We the, Rust has a no trade con clause. The same reason that we had to bring back Malkin, that we had to bring back Latang, that we had to bring back Raquel, because it's all They're about all feeling back the wrong good. Person, sorry. It's it's all about feeling good. It doesn't matter about winning. It's it's about feeling good and just playing with our friends and just going out there and having. I'm not going to say they're having fun. They're just going out there and doing what they want and playing with who they want. And it doesn't matter. Um, you know, it it it, it it's it, it, this is all about this is all about feeling good. We we forgot about winning. Uh, uh, you know. I heard that there, that that Hexall's not even going to do anything. He's not even going to try to make trades or anything like that. So, so well, you can't so, you can't move anyone. Everyone's stuck. Everyone's <laughs> penguins for here, life. Because... Here is yeah, penguins for life. Um, here, who who does not have a uh, any? <laughs> okay, let me actually write this down for real. Like I got so upset last time. Okay, you have Brock McGinn. <laughs> Who the hell wants him? He's making two point seven million, which is which is insane. Uh, and and they have him for <laughs> they have him for the next two years. So Brock McGinn, two point seven two years is a no move. He is he is he no he's available. He could he could he could be moved. Oh, okay. Um, Teddy Blake Teddy Bluger is making two point two million. Um, he he um. Now he is he is a free agent after this year. Bye bye. Bye. Get out of here. 
But I don't care about I don't care about the end of the year. I care about now. Um, your boy Dan Heinen is only making a million. This he is, is the problem I have with this guy. I don't understand why he's not getting the hours. Give him a chance. Give him a full game. I don't like this. I'm angry. I don't understand this. Like how? How is Mike Sullivan still coaching? I'm 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 hearing speculation that maybe he's lost the room. Um, again, you, again, he's lost <laughs> over and over and over and over again. We've watched uh, that numerous times over the last five years, six years. But well, okay, this is the latest time. Um, when you have these kind of defensive breakdowns, you know. They're saying something about it. You know he's telling them, hey, be smarter. They just don't feel like listening. And when the players don't feel like listening, then you've lost the room, bro. Now, from what I understand, they can't get rid of Sullivan either. <laughs> he just signed a contract like last, like this past summer or something like that. No, all the contracts can be torched. I don't care. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, and now, in terms of defensemen, here's who only could be moved. Oh boy, Marcus Pedersen, who is making four million. He can be moved. He can be moved, and I think that's your only option. So, one of our best defensemen who's kind of going through a rocky, rocky. I. So, is, um, what other teams are out there? Carolina's looking really good, eh? I watched. Yeah, let's let's pick night. another team. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's let's pick another team to follow. Yeah, um, that is really their only option is getting rid of Pedersen. He's making four million, and he's going to be making a much for what he's making. Pedersen actually, you know what? Everybody's been playing been playing like crap lately but Patterson has been our best defenseman no offense to Chris Letang he just hasn't been it he had a one good game when he came back I'll give him that but Letang hasn't been at what he was the last two years so far up this year before his you know the loss of his father and of course his stroke um but he wasn't he wasn't anything special up until you know those um, incidents also also available is is P.O. Joseph, uh, but he's only making 825000 I um, want to see, what's his name come back? Smith. So we're stuck. We're stuck with this team until, like, I don't know, the asteroid hits? Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, what? We're, we're, who, we're waiting. Who's, we're, who okayed this? Um, oh, Kapanen does not have a no trade clause. Um, but then so who the heck wants him? be gone, but like that's not really a make well, or make. He's not going to make or break us. Well, his salary is because he's making three point two million this year and next year. Um, so basically, their options are trade Pedersen or McGinn or Bluger or I don't know what. We're screwed. Uh, or Kapanen. We no, are screwed. We're screwed. We're screwed um, because there's that's all screwy. That's like yeah. there's nothing there. There's no value there. No, no, that's and that's to get an actual good player who's going to want to come and play with Pittsburgh with a bunch of old men. 
And I mean, Kapan is one of our fastest skaters. So to lose him. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Kapanen can go straight to hell. He is one of their fastest skaters. What has he done? He's I had never he, send him to hell. That's what he could go. He could. Don't he has Twitter, one, man. Like honestly, has, you guys drive me nuts. So Kapanen, what can Kapanen do if he's playing with the right line mates? He can do a lot. And now since he's lost the lost his confidence, his coach's confidence, and thus his teammates' confidence, it's going to affect his play. So. Um, you are telling me Kapanen can go straight to, I won't double say that word again, but that only makes us slower. I, okay. Yes. He's fast. He does not score. He gets one hat trick a year. That's it. Better than how, how how many other players are getting a hat trick a year? (laughs) One game out of 84. How many other players are getting more than one hat trick a year on our team? Um, he I'm is not living up. My point is, my point is, Kapanen could be better if he was utilized better. And I've said this, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face: Mike Sullivan does not run his bench efe- efficiently or effectively. I think those are the same two words, but I said with the same conviction. I'm telling you, they he needs to, and I've been saying this for months. Do this with the lineup. See what works. Who knows? What could work now that didn't work a couple years ago with these players? Give them a chance. You know, like, you never know. But you can't, if you're not going to have the confidence in your players, if your players don't feel you're confident in them, period. What would you do with Kapanen if you were the coach? Assuming he's healthy. If Assuming he's healthy, where would you put Kapanen that he would be utilized the best? This, I? Um, I don't know. I'm pretty I sure you to fix the team. Oh, this is when you gave me homework and I did yeah, I gave you homework. four days because I was like, <laughs> and I your brain it? exploded. You, yeah, you, my brain, I, I couldn't was, fix it. I'm like, there was, I looked at everything. I went through so much and I was watching games over again. And I'm like, yeah, who wants to deal with this? Um, it's tough. I, 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 there is no, I mean, Carter needs to go. Carter's Carter's not going to go so the best you could do with him is put him on the fourth line yeah we're screwed we are we're screwed you know what it's pointless I could tell you what should happen it's not going to happen because there's no room to wiggle on this team they're going to get rid of Kappen and one of our fastest players and if he's not replaced with a fast or skier like like the same speed or faster then we just get slower if that's not a problem, like, I don't know what is. Like, you're not going to get, unless, I don't, are you not frustrated, Joe? I'm beyond frustrated. I'm, I'm, we've been, we've been saying the same thing almost every week for what, four months now? Yeah. Yeah. Four months now, we've been saying the same thing. We've been seeing the, seeing the same thing from this team. And it's just getting worse. And the only good thing that happened is they finally realized, hey, maybe exactly. we're not good when we're losing 6-4 to, to the Sharks at home. That was bittersweet, man. <laughs> was I'll be so- honest. I'll be honest. Like, I like I, t- I did tell you, I, I haven't been able to watch the Sharks games, Penn Sharks games since 2015-16. And I got 
Valentine's Day to contend with. I don't think I'll be watching that one either, but I will listen. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll try, but I don't know who I'm cheering for that night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. If we can scream to Laura Bloom on their face, by the looks of it, we're in trouble. All these players, no move, no move, no move. Like, what do you want to, what do you think you are? Like, excuse me, Brian Rust? Who who are you? Back of the line, bud. He has no, he, like, he's not a caliber player that should be able to say no move. I can't be moved. Yeah, right. that's, that's, that's right. disgusting. A, a no movement clause should be for, like, the very best players. Like, yeah. That's not, exactly. not, you know. No, I mean, this is, I mean, Zucker has a no, no, no trade clause. Um, so, so, so basically, it seems like this season is it's being toast. punted. Is toast. Oh, it's toast. Um, we're if we're we're not going to make the playoffs. Not at this rate. You, like, you, you, you know, I am. I was going to miss the the. I think I was going to miss the first week of the playoffs, um, because I'm going on vacation. At this oh. point, it doesn't matter. I'm not. I'm yeah, not no, I don't doesn't. think I'm going to be missing anything. Yeah. I, um. Yeah. Here, I guess we could start looking toward next year. Zucker will be gone. Um. Bluger Heinen will be gone. Uh. Paling's a restricted free agent, and O'Connor's a free, restricted free agent. Dumoulin will be gone. And Tristan Jari will be gone if they don't bring him back, and that is the, uh, that is the 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 big enchilada that we haven't dealt with is what do you do with Jari? What do you do with a player that is constantly hurt? I've heard a rumor that his latest issue is not upper body, but it's actually a groin issue. If you That's what gro- he heard at the beginning of the season. I'm telling you, okay. he got okay. run the fair game one. He got run by a player. I can't remember what he got. You could see it on his face. This is what I do is like, I watch players to see reactions. and he got up slowly game two. He got run it again and he got up slowly and you could see it in his face. And I knew it. I'm like, this man is hurt and he continued to play and it's re-aggravated this injury. And this is this. Correct me if I'm not. Correct me if I'm wrong. A groin injury is something that you need total rest. That is just going to keep. Yeah, like even just walking, and like you can re-aggravate it. You know, like he. Who's in charge of this team? We don't know. He's. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think there's anybody in charge of this team. I I think it's like literally running a muck. Like you've got no responsibility of players' health, you've got players with no trade cl- contracts clauses in their contracts that you shouldn't even have contracts. Woo! You've got a coach that's afraid to do anything with the lineup. You've got a GM that's from animated. What was anyone like? Was Mario part of this when he was like who? Who was like? Yeah, you know what? I think Ron Hextel would be a great addition to the Pittsburgh Penguins phenomenal idea did anyone like i have a bad taste in my mouth just saying that and it's been two years of this now two two years i like that when um when i mean ownership changed and when ownership changed they said to hextall what is your plan for this team he's like i don't have one it's in my head buddy (laughs) what do you you don't have a plan 
He said that? He said that. He said that they asked him, what is your, he said, he didn't say, I don't have a plan. He said, the plan is in my head. I'm not, I'm not writing it down. Fired. Yeah. What, what, now, that doesn't what work. I, this is a multi-million dollar company. That doesn't work in any, what? In any, in any, in any line of business. If you no. say, it's I don't have a plan. It's, it's all, it's all up here. <laughs> like, what do we have to do? Do we have to do brain surgery to figure out what's going on here? Um, from what I understand, I've, I've, I've heard someone say, well, if you fire Hextall, then Brian Burke will be in charge. And he's like Jim Rutherford and he'll just go crazy with, go with crazy. trades and he's stuff. Crazy. Go crazy. Blow I'm it okay up. Crazy. I'm okay with crazy because what we're seeing right now is insanity. Crazy is a little more fun. Insanity is scary. Um, <laughs> after the Sharks game, Sullivan said it's all his fault. And of course the player said no, it's not his fault. Um I don't know. <laughs> you know what? First of all, players, it's your fault. You're on the ice. You're with the skates, the stick of the puck. Sullivan, it's your fault too, because you have to run your bench. You have to motivate and inspire your team to get out there and do their best job. Fire everyone. Relocate the team to Quebec. It's over, Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. I'm just here. No, to let don't you know. move the team. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but you know, you know. Uh, I mean, here's the thing Crosby is what, 35? Malkin is 36 in a couple months. 30, he'll be 36. Um, Malkin is uh, 37. We, we have wasted yet. Another year of these these icons of these these wonderful players. We wasted yet another year of their career because the coach and the GM are words I can't say. Yeah, when I spoke about legacies, like the the last five now six years have taken away from their strength, their skill, their speed, everything. And cementing to adding to their legacies is just going like, because you're squandering this time. And it's like, okay, next year, we'll get it next year. Well, next year, you know, like at this point, there's not always going to be a next year. So it's like, seize the moment. I was about to quote some Eminem there, but I better not. It's just, you know, (laughs) mom spaghetti. Um, yeah, it's frustrating. It's really frustrating to watch this go down because, you know, you know, it could be different. You know, it could be different. Like, it's the wrong people in the, in the, in the, you're, there's the wrong people in these positions, Sullivan, Hextall, and it's, it's frustrating. It's heartbreaking. Too. The crazy thing is, Crosby is having an okay season. No, he's having a great season. He's just yes. not consistent. But his team, his line mates are letting him down. Gensel, what the heck's going on well, with get you, Get rid dude? of them both. I'm over Rust. it. They play well, together. No, we can't get rid of them. Bye. We can't. We can't. They're, they have no trade clauses. Oh, my God. Well, how would you like? How would you like to be at a job that no matter what you did, they couldn't get rid of you? 
if I was if I worked at McDonald's and I just you know they or they ordered a burger and I took the burger and I threw it in there in the customer's face or something like that. Too bad no, you can't get rid of me. There are there are things that can get people out of these contracts, of course. Um, but yeah. Um, what the heck? I wish I would. Oh God. That's yeah, crazy. We're, we're, we basically have to look to next year and the, and, and find out what happens, but, um, so you were stuck with Gensel and Russ and yes. Latang yes. and Gino. Yes. We're stuck. We're stuck with yeah. We're stuck with Gensel, um, Rust, and Raquel, and and Carter and Carter until twenty twenty until next year until yeah. Oh boy. Um. Well, I hope you enjoy losing. I hope you just like you know. I hope you just like to watch hockey, despite the outcome, because this team's not winning. Not with these people in the positions of power. Um, not Sullivan's it's... inability to bring up some youth. That's the that's the the thing that could be changed if they felt like it. You could bring up you you know, basically, um, from what I understand, Pustinen. Uh, in the in uh, Wilkesbury is basically like Kapanen, but God forbid we would play him because we gotta we gotta we gotta shove uh, Teddy Bluger out out there who is who who basically isn't the same player he, since he got um he got he got um something his his jaw messed up last year he has not been the same player yeah players that get hurt they don't come back the same always sometimes it takes them a few years. Because yeah. of fear, you know, like it is scary to get hurt. It is scary. I don't care if you're a man, woman, or child. It is scary. And especially when you get to a certain age, it's like, well, I might not come back from this. And I've got family, children, and some of us. And, and it's like, it's scary. So, yeah. We need yeah. some we need some youth. We need some speed. And we need Sullivan and Hextall. And we're stuck with Brian Rust, really? We're stuck with Brian Rust. For God, That's uh, it. well, he just signed a contract, and he's thirty oh. years old. Uh, how long did he? How long? Did, oh my God! At least until at least twenty 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 seven twenty eight. He signed a six year contract. Oh my God. He said, "We're we have his guy for the next five years." Oh my goodness! That was a mistake. That was, a mistake. was a mistake. Don't get me wrong, Rust can be good still, but he's just not consistent, and he does not have any deserving. Neither does Jake. Neither one of them deserve to be on the top line anymore. I'm sorry, and now I find out that both have no tra- trade clauses. I don't know who's running that. It's, it sounds like a circus. Sounds like the whole entire circus over there in Pittsburgh. Because that's so, just like, how do you it's, win it? It's, when you, have, you know what you- it is. You know what it is. It's a country club. It is just what do you do at a country club? You just sit around and you just enjoy. You enjoy the view, and that's what that's what this is. This is a country club. 
Sounds like a bunch of losers. Like you, you don't want to win. No offense. No offense to country club people. Like I'm sure that was, <laughs> sounds really exciting. Um, no, but, that's what we're doing. We could talk about all those times that we did win. All those times. Wait, I'm, look at that. Look at this. Five wins. Look at this. 2017 Stanley Cup champions. You could talk about that. We could talk because that's what this is. It's a country club and a museum. A museum you go to visit and see the nice things, and that's what this is. We're going to see the nice players. Look at look right. at let's all remember. Let's mm. all remember when 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 things were good. Because we don't care about winning. We only care about feeling good. I don't like losing. It's not in my DNA, like at all. Like in my whole athletic career. If I lost a race against a girl, I used to run track too. When I lost a race, I would tunnel vision. I'm like, I'm getting her at that next track event. And Joe, I got her. I did not lose again to that lady or that, that girl. I did not lose. And I'm telling you, where is that in, winner's instinct with this team? You know? They insist. I, I, I need on, a drink. They insist on doing things their way you mentioned well if you if you lose Kapanen then you lose speed this team has lost speed but they still think that they're fast and they're not they're arrogant arrogant complacent country club museum that's this team yeah, they're not the penguins they're the arrogant complacent um, country club museum pieces Well, it's like, I guess this is where uh, legacy characters, players, careers go to die then. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, really depressing. We're just, this is, this is a, uh, this is a retirement home is, is, is basically what, there you go. Um, would it's you a wake put, up call for me too, as a fan? I'm like, I don't want, I don't want. Well, this. you know what? At some point people are going to realize, oh, they don't care about winning. I'm not going to show up. And nobody's going to show up to games. And then maybe, maybe when when ownership sees that they're losing money, maybe they'll think, ooh, maybe something's wrong here. That's um, unbelievable. Would you put Heinen with on, on the first line? On who? Put Heinen, Heinen on the top line. Absolutely. I'd try that for two, three games, 100%. 100%. I've been saying it all season long. Like, the guy does not have any errors. Granted, he doesn't have enough ice time to make any, but right. I know that he is hungry enough to play, put his best, best foot forward. I've noticed in my time being a Pens fan that players that get slotted with Sydney tend to bring out the best part about him. Um, hold on. Three start schedule for important. Okay. I don't know what's happening. I'm sorry. Is something happening? No. Okay. What? What? Uh, my computer. I'm not a computer person, so I'm like, new message. What's this? Um, yeah. Uh, you notice players will work harder for that spot because, one, the pressure of playing with Sydney, they don't want to let him down. And Sydney will work harder to make that player feel, you know, useful. He doesn't make it easy on them. I tell you that much because it's definitely hard playing with Sydney. But he makes – he worked harder to make – and I'm telling you, that's how it starts to ebb and flow, that line. Get these, and I love you, Jake. Love you. But 
get them off. It's it's not working anymore. Okay, but who do you put? Who do you who do you replace? Your only your only choices right now. No, you got to replace... keep one of them on. You got to keep one. You can't just. You so just okay, so Jake so, back into like he'll no, you can't do that to person. So Jake's so Jake, Sydney, and then Heine. But you gotta remember Heiden can go on either he can play either side. Okay. Heiden okay. can play either wing. So that's what we do, first and foremost. You put but you know what? These big attitudes with their no trade clauses, they're not gonna want to go down to the third or fourth line. We're screwed. Yeah. This yeah. is a big mistake. Maybe I don't know who did this. But it was a really big mistake. This is what crushed, crushed this team. Yeah. I'm angry. I agree. I'm protesting. I'm writing letters. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, but that's what yeah. I would do. I would I would try and slot Heinen up there. I mean, what else do we have? Would I put O'Connor? Eh, Paling, 100% not. Luger, 100% not. Begin, we've tried him up there. Um, Kapanen, we've tried him up there. Kapanen does not deal well with pressure of Sydney, so no. Yeah, it's yep. more than it's more than just lineup changes. They... But it's also more like we've got no chemistry, and, and our deep pairings are complete. It's just, it's just, it's a well, lot. Well, remember, you can't break up Pedersen and Petrie because that's uh, that's the greatest uh, defensive pair since since like spread. So, so the, your only choices are to put P.O. Joseph with Latang and put uh, Dumoulin with Ruedel. For Who's now, saying Petrie and, and Pedersen are the best. They're not the best. Um. Well, 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 well. Guess who? Anyone um, on Twitter? Don't listen to that. <laughs> but if they've what... never played hockey or watched <laughs> a lot of it or coached it or worked in it, aside from writing newspapers, oh, yeah, I'm an expert. I'm sorry. They're not an expert. <sighs> I know. I sound awful, don't I? I? That's why I get all the job offers. Oh, this girl sounds like a complete egomania. No, it's he. Yeah. I, it was proof when that one, and I'm not going to use his name, but said that face-offs don't even matter. <laughs> Literally at the beginning of the game, if it doesn't matter, just chuck a puck into the, and then just everyone go for a free-for-all. Like, no, face-offs are <sighs> very important. So yeah, stop listening. I'm coming there, Joe, and I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you heck. You keep listening to. Uh, we're not letting you, know. we're not letting you in the country. For, not for restrictions or stuff, because we're afraid what you would physically do to these players. Yeah, <laughs> you would you would climb <laughs> the glass and start taking people out. No, I'd definitely be chirping them pretty hard. Usually, I chirp the other team, but this time I'd be chirping them. What's that? Um, what's that thing that that net thing to help with the accuracy? Shooter, 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 shooter. My my sister is actually shopping for one to send to the Penguins. Shut up. She is. She I love is. it. Hi, hi, Angela. Yeah, yeah she's, girl, Angela. She's uh, yeah, she's. If you she's, do it, say send from love from Jennifer in Toronto. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she, <laughs> she loves you, and she wants. She's, and she's looking get, for a shooter. Get it at uh, what's up, pure hockey. <laughs> okay, yeah, you would know. You would know the places to get stuff oh, like yeah. that. I got a membership. Where's my book? Yeah, no, you can get them everywhere. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if you get them at Dick's. Maybe. Where probably, they, probably, yeah, maybe. But yeah, yeah, I definitely need one of those. I like the way you think, Angela. Good <laughs> stuff. Go after my own heart. All right. So yeah, there are no games until 
Colorado. Uh, oh boy! Oh boy! At home, Colorado. Um, that might be like a twenty to nothing game. That might be like <laughs> twenty to nothing. I Colorado might win that game twenty to nothing. I, Colorado's I kind of been on a slump though, haven't they? Oh really? Um, I don't know. I haven't been paying attention. Uh, yeah, Colorado's in fifteenth. So then really... they have, and then after that, they have, oh, yeah, yeah, December 14th at San Jose. Um, yeah, then they have a West Coast swing at Anaheim, at Kings, and then at, at San Jose. Yeah. So. Should be good. Um, should be good. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Which, <laughs> some, something got to give. Something got to give. You cannot, you cannot just allow this to, to, to continue. You just can't. And um, so, so Elliot Friedman in his uh, 32 thoughts podcast or whatever, he said the worst thing a GM can do is nothing. Let, well, nothing. Let your team lose in the playoffs for the same reason two years in a row. Technically, that already Try happened. doing it five years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in this case, he's saying, you know, this, this situation with, with the jury is, is a worst case scenario and a nightmare for the Penguins. Because... It's not just that, though. Like, our whole team's crap. Okay, I yes, don't... the whole team's crap, but you still need a goaltender, and it ain't, it's right, not the course, Smith. But we can't blame it on one player. I, I can't. I, You know what? That's just the coach in me. Like, I, I, I could never have it go down. I'd sooner blame myself than let one player take the rap you know right but still the, but still you need a goalie and it's not and jari is not reliable to to be available so you have to get someone else well who's available you know what it's uh the the uh, arizona goaltender the the um the ottawa goaltender no, um there's a guy in buffalo there's um no, the the uh the 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 backup in anaheim no thanks um yeah, it's it's not it's not a good, it, you know it, it it's it, there there's not a lot of uh, options out there. So maybe play Tukarski, see what he's got. Players it's... that have are given a chance to play up, they tend to shine. But what do I know? I just I just watch hockey. You know? Well, yeah. What do you know? I <sighs> take a few notes here and there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> that'll conclude that'll conclude it i'm i'm more angry now i thought usually i get things off my chest and i feel better i'm more angry now i'm just angry and sad i think it's the no trade con that, that was a big eye-opener for uh you know what i just ruined your week i'm sorry i know there goes my my bye week it's like and it's my <laughs> birthday week and it's just like i get no hockey on my birthday no I mean, hockey on your birthday. Not only no hockey on your birthday, the all-star game on your birthday. That's a that's just yeah, no, that's just insulting. That. Yeah, no, that's that's nobody, not even yeah, the players want to watch. It's gonna that. be a tough week, but you know what? It is what it is. It is, it is, it, it literally is what it is, and it <laughs> is, and it's going to be what it is. It's not gonna change. But it could that's, be that's what, what it was. we learned. I'm calling this podcast No Trade Clause Madness. All right. Oh my well, brain! My brain like hurts. I I I feel bad. I ruined I ruined your week. I ruined my week too. That was I, really it's really upsetting to me that we're stuck <laughs> with these players. Like, why? 
whose idea oh my goodness anyways yeah so it looks like we probably won't have another sit down until like the 15th of february um we could talk next week i don't know uh, about what after just after one game <laughs> yeah we could we could oh yeah because it's a, it's the 30th yeah. yeah we'll see we'll, we'll figure see. something out you don't have a no trade clause you you're you're uh you know you're free to be traded to other podcasts, but I, I still want you. So we'll we'll we'll. we'll no, no, no. you're about. the only podcast I do now. That's it. Oh wow! Yeah. So it isn't. It isn't no trade clause. It's exclusive. I I <laughs> don't don't even don't love me in that. Okay. Don't love me in that. <laughs> <laughs> we you're you're not the you're not the Brian uh, Rust of podcasters. I'm so upset over that because I I wrote down <laughs> a whole big thing on lineups and now it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm oh. yelling someone. Anyways. Okay. Well, so um oh gosh. Okay. So I'm definitely not talking. So so happy, happy early birthday. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I'll see you. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Ciao.